that in its thin, stiff red covers with a cathedral crest stamped on the title page and not to be taken away underneath in purple ink. Now, said the organist, we haven't much time left. Talis, if ye love me, write up to commandments in one breath and you've got to do a bit of counting. All right? All right, Hooper. First time round, that's only two beats. Five minutes later, when the organist came down the steps to the transept in a skirmishing crowd of boys, amiably bashing at each other with carrier bags and fiddle cases, he found a perfectly strange young man on a bench by the wall, gripped by a paroxysm of weeping. "'I gave him to Sandra,' Leo Beckford said to the headmaster of the King's School at break. "'Who did you give to Sandra?' "'The chap I found in the cathedral this morning. "'He said he was a chorister here once, head chorister in 1976. "'I've looked him up and he was. "'I was awfully moved by him. It "'Seems to me that he was seeking sanctuary somehow. "'Are you listening?' "'Sorry,' Alexander Troy said. "'Not really. "'I know he isn't your responsibility, really, but as an old boy.' "'The headmaster twitched his gown more securely onto his impressive shoulders.' Tell Sandra she's so competent, I expect she'll feed him. I have, she did. She sent him into breakfast, and he was overjoyed that it was still bacon and tinned tomatoes on Wednesdays. Are you all right? No, Alexander said, I am not, but I can't talk about it just now, not even to you. Sorry. When he had plunged out of the common room, Leo knew that his own protective colouring had, as usual, gone with him. Leo disliked the common room. He had no place there, not being on the staff, and he only came in to find the headmaster or to do battle, to explain, as temperately as he could, to one master after another, why choir practice must take precedence over football practice and cricket practice and rowing practice and athletic practice. He began to move towards the door, and somebody said, Backford, and he unwisely said, Yes? And the athletics coach, who taught woodwork in winter, said, About Waldrich, Beckford, not today, but we sing Monteverdi's Stabat Martyr in Evensong. It has three treble parts. Waldrich is the second best treble we have. He can jump about any time. I hope you know, the athletics coach said, losing his temper in an instant, that you musicians are a total irrelevance in the modern world. Leo looked at him. Is that so? he said and left the room. In the corridor, Sandra Miles, the headmaster's secretary, was pinning notices onto the Gothic bulletin boards that had hung there since the building went up in 1850. She was small and pretty, with prim little shirt collars turned down over the neat necks of her jerseys and a bell of disciplined pale hair. I spoke to the HM, Leo said, but he doesn't seem to be taking much in this morning. Sandra looked at once soberly discreet and self-important. I don't think this morning is the morning to trouble Mr. Troy. Leo grinned at her. Don't you call him Alexander? Sandra blushed, rose pink. Beneath her Marks and Spencer jersey, her heart sometimes called him darling, and after two glasses of Liebframilch, lover. Ho, ho, said Leo. And then, in order not to tip the teasing into taunting, said... What have you done with our refugee? I've given him to Mr. Farrell to help mark out the running tracks. He seems awfully pathetic. He hasn't anywhere to go. 
A bell rang, and immediately the hubbub of a resumed morning began to swell around them. Mr. Godwin remembers him, Sandra said confidentially, having put the unused thumbtacks into a neat square in a corner of the board. He never used to see his father, and his mother was terribly neurotic and used to turn up on parents' evenings and make scenes and cry all over everyone. And then he went to find his father in America, and he had married again and had got a new family and they wouldn't take him in. Then he got a place at Oxford. Mr. Godwin says he can't think how, except on the strength of his voice. And they threw him out after a year for failing some exam or other, and now he can't get a job. He told me he doesn't know what he wants to do. Pathetic, really. I suppose I could give him a bed for a bit, Leo said uncertainly, thinking of the deep litter in which he lived, and which he never noticed unless it was to be subjected to outside scrutiny. Oh, don't bother, Mr. Beckford. Leo. Leo, it's all right. I've seen Matron, and she's putting him in the sick bay for a night or two.